If you're employed, the 1st and the 15th of every month hold a special place in your wallet. Some of us get direct deposits, some get a check, others get handed cash. But what happens in the all-too-often case when the money runs dry before the next pay period while lives' costs continue to pile up? Well, for a large percentage of workers, they go to payday loan shops, which purport to solve customers' problems but research shows that these operations are actually creating bigger ones. Although payday loans are advertised as being helpful for unexpected and emergency expenses, 7 in 10 borrowers use them for regular reoccurring expenses such as rent and utilities. The average payday loan requires a lump sum repayment of 430 on the next payday, consuming 38% of the average borrower's gross paycheck. However, research shows that most borrowers can afford no more than 5% while still covering basic expenses. As a result, most borrowers renew or reborrow the loans. This explains why the CFPD found that 80% of payday loans are taken out within two weeks of repayment of previous payday loans. These payday loan operations have been a long source of predatory lending and have played a crucial role for people in lower income communities in accessing capital in between paychecks. But in the age of the internet and ubiquitous data, why does our payment system continue to be so slow and make it necessary for payday loans to be a thing? The pace of payment arriving for work completed creates this problem that payday loans and advances have feasted on for decades, further entrenching poverty and related money issues. Luckily, one company is working to combine recent advances in HR and financial services to make payday loans a thing of the past. Welcome to Onward the podcast where we explore social innovations and innovators who are working hard to solve some of our society's biggest problems. Today's guest is the son of a construction worker who is implementing a 21st century solution to solve the many failures of the employer payroll. Euro Sevens is a professor, entrepreneur, and social innovator who is dedicating his time to solving the problems presented by our current payment infrastructure. Welcome, Euros. Thanks so much for joining me today. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. And uh, thank you for the invitation. It's come on your podcast. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, really appreciate you making time. I know you've been all over the world. You've been hustling. Um, but before we jump into anything, let's just kind of start with some context for the listeners. What is the current problem that you are working so damn hard to solve? Um, so we are fixing um, the clunkiness of payments, um, especially for wages. Uh, here in the UK, uh, we're all on a four-weekly, uh, like a roll for, for, pay, for payroll. Um, and that delay in wages will then uh, cause big problems for uh, employees. In the um, UK, in- employees only get paid once a month yes yeah that's the that's the status quo 
that's, um, that's you know that's how it's been for uh, probably hundred years. In the States, there's the, the common meme of the 1st and the 15th every two weeks, and payday loans continue to be a problem on our side of the pond as well. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. And, and of course, nobody questions it. Uh, that's just how how it's always been. And, um, and it was only when I sat down and, and, and listened to uh, it was Stefan Tual talking about Ethereum back in 2015 and how it was like a click ah hold on uh we now have programmable money and i thought man that's going to make a huge impact to society uh you know we could get rid of these bottlenecks and we can get rid of delays uh in wages and turn money into a stream of money so that's that's the big problem that I saw a fix to uh, and and then launched Atched. And why is this issue important to you? Uh, well, I've, I've been on both sides. I've been, because my background is construction uh, and I studied architecture. I was the guy on the building side passing work. Uh, so I'd be there on behalf of the clients and I would see work done by contractors and you know i would approve that work and then say yes okay uh that, that money can be released but then of course it all that depends on the on the clients if they had the money in place and you know the right. you know the general uh, scheme of things was like it would always be a few weeks um and you know a huge problem and but I've also been on the uh, client, on the like the actual com- um, the, com- you know, the construction company side as well, um, as a contractor, where I've done the work and then it's been approved and then there's been delays in releasing the payments. Mm-hmm. So the so the original idea was to, was to fix you know that uh, niche problem in the construction industry of flow of money from a client through architects and, and and surveyors approving the work to the end, you know, the guy taking the hole. Right. Um, and then we realized, oh, hold on, you know, we can, you know, this would be of, of huge use for other industries and anybody really that gets paid for doing work. And, you know, that could be just, you know, going to work at nine o'clock in the morning and leaving at five, there's no reason why, with this technology, um, people have to wait for their for their pay. And essentially, the uh, the edge technology would enable for me to clock in as soon as I clock in. My that money that I'm earning is being deposited into said account. When I clock out, yeah. that money flow stops. Exactly. Yes, and uh, and it's you know, and it depends. Some. Uh, companies require time and attendance so the the app will automatically um you know it'll be it'll pick up a, a beacon and then that will be the the you know the thumbs up for them for the flow of money um we've got other clients who um you know time time and attendance is, is not that critical uh, and if your if your employment contract states that you you should start at nine o'clock in the morning, then nine o'clock in the morning, that money will flow in regardless if you're in work or not. Yeah. Because, you know, it's, it, 
it's the nature of our work and um so yes um so the what we say to people is you know you, you can on a monday morning uh if you've got no money in your account on a monday morning you go to work and you start working and that money will flow in so by lunchtime you can go out and buy lunch with the money you've earned that morning that's just awesome and what's been the uh, the perspective or the reception from the client side that you're approaching or potential client side? Yes, we've had you know we've had both extremes. Yeah, we because um, companies are quite used to keeping their money, and so in, in a way they use the the employees' cash flow or lack of cash flow um, for their own benefits and. Especially for companies who who are, are maybe struggling, uh, so every paycheck is a um, you know is a big event for them. And you know, my wife, she's an accountant, and and you know, you know, you know I remember her telling me a, a while ago about this company who was a multi multinational company, um, and but it was a huge thing to, to get to paycheck payday, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I think for some companies, it's, it's not ideal for them. Before, for other companies who can afford um, to you know, to pay on time, uh, then it just kicks in the whole social responsibility uh, aspect, and uh, yeah, it's it's gone down really well. It's great to hear. Um, but what about for someone like me? I. I'm, as I'm a consultant, I might be classified as a, a gig worker. And as we, we look at workforce trends, we see that the gig economy is something that's becoming more and more commonplace. Does the Etch solution have a place in the gig economy? Uh, yes. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Because um, when you think the technology behind this, uh, smart contracts and blockchain, uh, the beauty of that technology is the transparency. Mm-hmm. And if you can see that the money's there in the account, you know you can go to the go go to any one of the blockchain explorers and see. Okay, this is my contract. This is my contract. The money's there in an account. I can see it. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not just saying, "Oh, we will pay you." Right. You can actually see the money, um, and then you know what you need to do uh, for that money to be released. And as soon as the the work's done, then the money's released there. And I think from the gig economy, it takes it takes away the uncertainty uh, because, you know, the last thing you want is to be sitting on, a, on, a, on, an, on an invoice which hasn't been paid for a long, long time. Right. And um, and that's the, you know, it, it's, you know, and of course, to me, you know, that's the power of programmable money and smart contracts. It just takes away all the anxiety away. And sure, uh, there'll be some, you know, some of your clients who say, "Oh, uh, you know, that's not for me." You know, you know, I don't want to pay your friends. You know, or it's not paying your friends. It's I don't want to park the money. Um, but then you can right. call and you can say, "Well, actually, I don't quite like that attitude." You know, I'm. You know, this is important for me to be paid and to see it in an, in, in in a smart contract gives me the reassurance that um, I will get paid. <laughs> 
As you're out there pitching and uh, getting people excited about the Etch vision, are you finding that there's a certain, I don't know, geography, industry, or maybe type of organization culture that is more receptive to this than others? Um, yes, I would say um, low-paid workers uh, and people employing low-paid um, workers because for for them to be competitive in the industry they're in, maybe they can only pay a minimum wage because if they were to pay more, then they wouldn't get the contracts in to be able to employ the people. And the conversations we've had with those companies, um, as long as doesn't cost them any more than they're up for you know for making their lives of their employees uh, easier and better yeah and you know those conversations are, are to me those are the rewarding conversations because you know um you, you know it's gonna make a huge difference to somebody's life and their, their family's life and that's something that i really got excited about when i first heard about the etch vision was um you're talking about remittance and how that plays into the wage earner's livelihood. Um, so, so if you could talk yes. a little bit yeah. about that. Well, yes, the because when you think um, a, a lot, of, you know, the, a lot of people they, they go out to work um, not only to, um, to to you know to feed their own family, but if you're a migrant worker, then you're sending money back home. So. By sending money back home, you are you are taxed again. You're, you you've got to pay huge fees to send it send that transaction. And as we all know, um, when when we talk about Bitcoin and how you can you, know, you can move money quick, um, but then Bitcoin itself is clunky. So you'd need somebody um, who who would understand that you know on the other side how to deal with Bitcoin. Where with us, um, if if the family member lives in a country where they can use um, a card or or um, you've got something like M Pesa for the last mile, you know, for mm-hmm. you know for sending money with with um, text message, then then we can link those in, and um, and it means like you you then just say with your with with your wage, you would then say okay, well my you know, from my wage, you know, I'd like ten percent of my money to be sent home, and then that money would go to that person as you you're working in in real time. Oh my goodness! And I, I just see as the world becomes. I know there's a migrant crisis on every continent, it seems, or maybe a migrant opportunity. But as our workforce becomes more mobile and people moving all over the world becomes the norm we need infrastructure like this to support kind of the human sector as we oh, enter yes, this yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly because yeah because to be hit with huge fees for the work you've done um has a huge impact for them yeah and and, it, and in a way you know i could see how you know how these companies are there because they do serve a purpose including the payday loan companies um, when I started this, you know, I was well up for a fight with them. <laughs> looking back uh, at my presentations, it was bright. You know, these buggers, um, you know, they're you know scum of the earth. Right. Um, but of course, if you know, if you're in a situation where you know you, 
that you haven't got any money to, you know, to pay for food to put on the table and your only option is to go to one of these companies that will give you you know, uh, you know that money and you pay back in, in a week's time then it's a lifesaver um so I've, i'm toning down my fights against them <laughs> by replacing that need uh, by saying okay you know in the old clunky world um these companies was needed because people had to wait for their wages uh but in this new world there is no wait yeah. uh therefore you know they, they will be gone have you f- have you found any i'd call them unlikely allies in people from the legacy payday loan advanced payday world with people looking to um, give um, like like sh- short-term loans based on your work record more than your credit history so you, huh. so this is never going to take away, this is never going to take away the need if people have an emergency and they need to fix the car or something yeah, and um, and they need to borrow money um, you know in, in, especially in the UK, the, the credit system is just broken. Yeah. So you're penalised again for having low credit score, um, maybe you're a migrant worker, um, where, you know, again, going back to the, to the you, know, in, in, you know, the beauty of the, of, of, of the blockchain and transparency and accountability, is you could see, ah, okay, well, this guy has been in full-time employment for you know for a number of years and and then in that case you could give them a better rate um, for a short-term loan than relying on credit scoring which i think is totally unfair yeah so throughout this conversation and also in preparing for this i kept going back and forth in my mind said is etch a financial services company is etch an hr company what vertical do you understand Etch to occupy? Yeah, so we're building a platform and a number of smart contracts, a number of apps that hopefully other people can then come along and say, ah, hold on. So if if that employee, um, if his wages been streamed in, uh, then he can you know he can carry on on the other side. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's just for me, it's just crazy that you get your wages, you know, once a month, yeah, you know, as a static transaction, and then yeah. you've got to pay all your uh, energy bills, utility bills, again in a static transaction. Where you know we've had conversations with energy companies, insurance companies, where they would like to be paid quicker for their service as well. Of course, um, which would then. Yeah. Which would then pass on the savings to that employee. Um, so, are we? You know, what are we? <laughs> you know, I, you know, I got no doubt that in the future we will be a kind of a bank um, because we will be hoping. You know, we will be. Um, you know, when you think the the, the power that we will have um, by um, by receiving those wages into. Um, accounts which are controlled by by Etch, um, but we we don't want to go there because you know you know because at the moment because of the you know of the oh the nightmare to set up as a bank. Yeah. So at the moment 
we're just building a platform that so maybe somebody else will come along with a bank license and say, hold on, um, you know, you know, we would like to offer our service um, on the Edge platform. Okay. So it's a yeah. I, I'm not sure where we are to be honest with you. We started off with a vision of of doing um, payroll um, on the blockchain of you know, streaming wages, and then saw it's a, it's much more and. Um, and it's something which we call now the edge economy, because um, I've got no doubt we are building something which is, you know, which is much bigger than just payroll on the blockchain. And so if edge is uh, successful, what can we expect to see from you guys in the next one year, five years? Um, well, in the next year, we are now launching uh, a umbrella service um for contractors in the uk uh, not only are we, we're talking with uh, direct with employers but but also we're going to um launch a standalone service um so i'm, I'm really excited about that because it, you know it will be people out there looking for a a payee umbrella service and then you know what we can offer um is going to be much better than what any other umbrella company can offer and um, and and once those people, once contractors come on board and you know, they're paid in real time, they're never going to go back to another kind of an umbrella uh, company. Mm-hmm. So that's you know that's very, you know we we are quite close to be able to launch that now. Um, and so that's to me the you know that's the exciting part where it's going to be in the hands of of of, of you know hardworking people. Um, in 10 years time um now i imagine that everything's going to be streamed uh so not only is your your wages then but all your utility bills all your payments for loans mortgages um holidays um anything um where um you know we can help people stretch the income they get a little bit further yeah it's so important, and uh, I'm so appreciative and excited about what you guys are up to. Um, and well, yes, and, and uh, yeah, but, but you know, I'm under no illusion it's going to be easy because it's a, it's a, you know, it's a mind shift. Yeah. Sometimes I talk to people and they look at me and they think that guy's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what planet is he from? Um, but it's only when I when I explain. That it was only in, you know, a few years ago when, for me, especially when, when Ethereum was launched, mm. um, this technology is here, and we, we, you know, I think you know we were one of the first people to to try and push that technology to its limits on the programmable money side. Um, but there will be many more companies like us, and um, and it will become a norm. Now, I was talking to my nephew last week, and he's now seventeen. And he's never been in, in in employment. He's still in school, and you know, I gave him two you know two scenarios of how when once he starts working, how he would be paid. And when I told him that they would, you know, one scenario would be waiting a month, and yeah, he looked at me like I was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so the you know, it's it's a you know. It, it's difficult to change people, um, you know, you know, the, the, the status quo for all the people. 
um, before young people, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. It, it strikes me that you're working at the center of a few very dynamic, rapidly changing forces between technology, regulation, workforce. I mean, it's all changing at just an unbelievable pace right now. So I'd like to hear about some of the, some of the barriers that you're, you're running into as you're trying to push this exciting innovation forward. Well, when I just think of, of payroll uh, in the UK and alone, um, that changes all the time. And there's different kind of, of you know, the HMRC will see um, different kind of classification for employees. And, you know, you know, I was talking with a company the other week, and it became clear to me that the more we can open the platform for other people with the expertise to come on board, then you know the better it is, um, because it, everything's moving so quickly. Yeah. And our, of course, what we can do really well is the technology side um, of you know in our building out the smart contracts, and to see just a bit in the future. Um, where where this is going to go? Um, yeah, we don't want to be too far in the future, but uh, but sure, you know, but, but we can paint the picture of a year, two years down the road, mm-hmm. and then try and engage with experts in, in in those different fields to come on board. And at this point in time, are most of your efforts focused on a singular uh, jurisdiction? UK, so, Vietnam. Yeah, 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 and, and, and yeah, that itself is a is a, a quite a big undertaking. Uh, but we are um, we are talking with um, with a number of co- of companies out in the in the states as well. Um, some very exciting conversations going on there. Good. We but need we, are, we need you over yeah. here too. <laughs> yes, but the, the, the first product is going to be a, a UK um, based um, solution. Um, and then take it from there. And because you're so familiar with the space, I'd be interested to know, um, you know, which which country is most advanced, is most uh, ahead of the curve, is the future of payday. Oh, um, I've got to say the UK. Uh, really? You know, I've been yes, yeah. I've been lucky uh, to, to you know I've been running a, a blockchain meet up in London now for three years and I've got to know people from all sectors um, private and, and government sectors and yeah I'm, I'm, I'm always I'm, you know I think the UK is becoming more and more um, you know open uh, for this technology and um, yeah I'm, yeah it's, it's uh, especially London yeah I live in I live in North Wales and I, you know, I travel down to London. I stay there for a few days a week, uh, and it's 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 got to be, I think, the centre of, of of this technology, especially mm-hmm. well in Europe um, or maybe the world. You know, I've had the pleasure of doing a lot of travel this last year, and every time I've been on the European continent, whether it be Spain, London, or Lithuania, I'm always so surprised at how far ahead than anywhere else that I've been to, you know, and where I live, you know, from California, an hour north of Silicon Valley to got to go to Japan this year. But man, what's going on in Europe yeah. as it turns to, uh, in terms of financial services 
for the end users just oh god yeah leaps and bounds beyond the rest of the world well the city of london is just unique um and you only need to go somewhere like lloyd's of london i don't know if you've ever had the chance to go go there um it's just fascinating the history and how how things haven't changed and so of course your people like us coming along and saying we've got this new technology amazing technology but you've got to be, you've got to, it's got to fit in with the old ways of doing things. Right. And you just can't, you can't get rid of them. Not yet. And, um, you, we need a bridge. Like, we need a bridge. Oh, yes, absolutely. You need one foot in, on either side. And, and, and London, mm. I think, is the right balance for that to happen. So as we kind of turn towards uh, wrapping the conversation up, I-, I wanted to hear your thoughts, kind of taking a step back from Etch and from blockchain just here. W- what projects, what people are inspiring you right now? Um, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of, of, of VR, um, and uh, especially web VR at the moment, I think. I think people who are pushing the boundaries of web VR are doing an amazing job. Because uh, when you when you look at a when you when, when you look, because we all we, we're all spending so much time on the you know, on, on the web doing mm-hmm. everything, and nothing has really changed in the last ten years um, from a user experience. With you know, if, you, if, you, if you go to uh, a standard uh, website, and then People and the Mozilla people who are uh, you know, yeah, working on web VR, the experience is just oh, just unbelievable. And then, and then you combine that with wearables and mm-hmm. how with augmented reality, how that world comes out on your the laptop or your phone into the real world. Now, you know, that that's that, you know, that's really exciting. It's my kids. Um, we're lucky we've got um, a, a Microsoft HoloLens, and we've got chickens running around the house, <laughs> uh, rats in the kitchen, and they're there. They're anchored there, and um, and you know, for them, they they live in this hybrid world of not blockchain like me, you know, like smart contracts on the old school, but they, they live in this world of reality I and mean, in virtual reality through the same lens. So it's, you know, this mixed reality. So that's, you know, I'm, 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 I've been keeping a, a, quite a close eye on that space for a long time. I, th- I, I think it's just going to be, yeah, fascinating. As somebody who used to play a lot of video games, I've been wanting to pick up one of these Oculus Rifts or uh, there's a few other good products out there just because it looks like such a neat, immersive experience. Um, so I'll, have to, oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, yeah. I'll take your word for it. I'll go pick something up or uh, go to Best Buy, check one of them out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So the reason why I wanted to have you on the show, because I consider you you know, a social innovator, someone with an audacious vision who's trying to solve a problem that really impacts and hinders society. So given your experience in this space, um, what, what advice do you have for other social innovators? Oh, um, just, you just got to carry on, man. It's just, yeah, you know, the, the, the rejections and the people just don't like change. 
and um, you know, all you know, you just you know, all I do is I just bang on on it for, you know, for a very long time. But it's but it's you know, it's our legacy. You know? mm-hmm. and we could you know, with you know, either choice. And I was looking at the, at, at the um, opportunities uh, through my from, through my network for a very long time, and. You know, all the gambling sides, the prediction market sides, the you know on, on the blockchain, but I, I just wanted something that was you know, I would be proud to talk with my children about. And I think yeah. I think people know. I think you know if you, if you're working on a project um, that you, you know you can be proud and and your children can be proud. I think I think you know that you're on the right track. Yeah, that's so important. I think that's uh, that's the dream. That's what a lot of us are after. Yes, the right, yeah. the right livelihood, right livelihood. So, Eros, I really appreciate your time. Do you have any parting words, shout outs, calls to action for us? Oh, just uh, well, just just to thank you uh, for your continued support and and to thank the community because uh, you know we do have an amazing community. And um, yeah, just 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 yeah, we just gotta all. I think all these because I, I think um, anybody that's done uh, a token sale last year, you know, there's gonna be a lot of 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 maybe angry people on on social media expecting the hundred x straight away. Right. I think we all need to help each other because the more we can collaborate together, um, because there's amazing projects out there, and. Um, like, well, like, like you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Pillar Project, and um, that's you know one of many which I which I think is gonna, which which you know there's an opportunity for more people to collaborate on. So that's yeah, yeah that's yeah that's an important thing. Absolutely, collaboration. Keep the relationships. Keep mining the connections, and keep doing yeah. great work. Yes. yes, I look forward to our next conversation. Giving you a big hug when I see you next on your side of the pond. Thank you very yeah, much. It's been a pleasure as always. All right, we'll talk soon. Yeah. To learn more about workforce trends and innovations in the workforce, workforce development, HR space, I encourage you to check out Future of Work by Jacob Morgan. The Third Industrial Revolution by Jeremy Rifkin. And The Misfit Economy, one of my favorites, by Alexa Clay and Kira Maya Phillips. A big thanks to my sponsor, Jay Lately, for providing the music for Onward. Jay Lately is a hip-hop artist who's been pursuing his dream since the age of 16 while juggling jobs that improve the lives of youth in Oakland. If you like good music and want to support independent artists, please go check out soundcloud.com forward slash just lately make sure to subscribe to onward via itunes or anchor fm wouldn't want you missing out on another inspiring conversation with the awesome social innovator until next time onward and upward